Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beast Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay. I'm back at it again, man. All right. It's time to have discussion. Listen, the New York Jets are coming off of a tough loss to the Buffalo Bills where Mike White showed a lot of grit. There was a lot of fight in this football team as well. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing, uh, you know, the upcoming game we got against the Lions. A lot of people ready to talk playoffs. We'll have a little bit of talk about that tonight as well with the callers. So uh, everybody hold on. We'll get to everybody. We'll also be having a, you know, cool little guest come on just for a hot second. We're going to have some discussion. So, Listen, let me get into the show. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Your boy's also on Twitter as well. All right, go on over to Twitter. Type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe. Follow the show's page, and I'll follow you right back. We go back and forth about the Jets. Personal page as well as at YoungJ000. Again, at YoungJ000. Your boy's also on iTunes. Going over to iTunes, okay? Type in the Long Beach Joe Show. Subscribe to the podcast over there. All right? Give me a five-star rating. Let me know what you folks think about what I do here on the podcast side of things. And, uh, the live radio show clearly is broadcasted, okay? For those of you that may not know, some people just kind of getting in and it's like, yo, what's going on? We didn't know you were live streaming the show. We didn't know, you know, you, you sound great, but you look good too. I'm not arrogant, you know what I'm saying? I'm not arrogant. I'm not an arrogant guy. But, you know, people are saying, Joe, you look good, man. We like how you look. We like what you, the takes you bring. Well, guess what? Come on over to YouTube, okay? Type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Hit that subscription button, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell. So when I post content, y'all be in the know, man. We have a lot of fun, live shows, live reactions to the games. We do shows after the games. I I post content. We're doing it all, all right? So come on over to YouTube and watch the show live, you know what I'm saying? And, again, I want to thank and salute to everybody that gets involved with my content any way that they do. It's greatly appreciated. So we're going to be having a discussion tonight again. Bills game, Jets lose 20-12. to We're going to be talking about that. A lot of good things we saw out of the game. It was tough, a tough loss, but Mike White showed a lot of grit. We also, again, Quentin Williams, we saw an injury, but, you know, we'll be discussing that. He looks like he's going to be okay. He's 50-50, so he's a lot better than we thought. But before we get to that, everyone knows I love to positively impact my community. That's what I'm all about. And we're going to have a guest come on today, okay, that's doing a lot of great things. Again, we're in the month of December. Christmas is coming. There's a lot of kids out there looking for toys that may not be in the position to get them. But guess what? Our guest tonight, Mark V. Lee and the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive, everything they do is all about bringing those toys and giving those children a happy Christmas. So let's go ahead and bring Mark on. Mark, salute to you. I want to thank you for coming on the Long Beach Joe Show tonight, Mark. How are you feeling, my friend? My man Joe, buddy, how are you? How's the weather out there in Long Beach? I'm sure it's a lot better than here in Jersey. (laughs) 
it's kind of cold out here. I know for y'all, you know, it's it's like a it's like the 50s or something. But I'm sure for y'all, like 50s is nothing. You know, y'all out there on the East Coast freezing, you know, your tails off. But that's really cold for me out here. All right, so I'm I'm free. I'm yeah. I'm out here shivering so much it looks like I'm dancing. Okay, but uh, <laughs> but when, when we start <laughs> to talk about this toy drive and everything that you're doing over there. Can you please inform our audience? Tell us exactly what the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive does for the community and how it has its impact. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for those that don't know, um, here in Jersey City, uh, my father back in 1985 uh, with Jersey City Fire Department um, started handing out uh, just toys to local kids in the neighborhood. And from there, it kind of just, uh, you know, became its own monster, man. He, he just started going to different outreach programs, different neighborhoods, and, you know, providing Christmas for kids that were, you know, less fortunate. And uh, he passed away in 2014 from 9-11 related illnesses. Um, and the year of his passing, um, he provided around 2,500 toys for kids in Jersey City. Uh, me and my mom, we took over, you know, in his name and created the Mark Lee, the Captain Mark Lee toy drive in his memory, and uh, we're upwards to about 6,000 kids now. Uh, testament for him, you know, he's a little old school, so, you know, there was no really social media back then. He was more like, you know, door to door, just getting the word out there, word of mouth, you know. We pretty much have taken it to social media now. We have our own website. Uh, you know, everyone here in Jersey City knows what we do. We just try to give back uh, to the kids just because we're in a, in a position to do so and uh, try to give that, you know, holiday spirit to kids that don't really have a Christmas. Yeah. And, Mark, let me tell you again, I want to thank you for all that you folks are doing over there because that it's extremely important. You know, there's a lot of, you know, children out there that would be struggling to have a Christmas if it wasn't for you folks giving those toys and, and getting involved and just putting a smile on their face for that day, which is huge. Now, when you're talking about everything that you're doing over there, the toys and how, how you folks are, you know, have, having these, you know, kids come over and have a great time, how can my listeners get involved with you? How can they donate? What can they do? Where can they bring the toys that they may want to donate to the, uh, to the toy drive to help give these kids a Christmas? Yeah, like I was saying, you know, we, we have a website now. It's uh, CaptainMarkLeeFund.org. Uh, if you want to go to donate, you can, uh, any monetary donation you want to send. Uh, we're a nonprofit organization. 100% of that money goes towards toys, goes towards kids in the community. Uh, if you're passing through Jersey City and you, you know, want to pick up a toy, uh, drop it off at any of the firehouses. Just let them know Captain Mark Lee, and they'll know exactly where it's going to go. They'll reach out to me. Um, you know, we also deal with Toys for Tot program and stuff like that. So uh, different variations of ways to, 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 to come and help out. We also have our toy giveaways next week. Um, Saturday, we're down out Newark Pedestrian Plaza from 10 to 12. Come on in, stop in, hang out, give some toys away. Sunday, we're at the Mary Badoon Center on uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard. A great community outreach program here in Jersey City. And uh, we'll be there once again from 10 to 12. You know, pop in, show face, give out, you know, a couple toys, you know, see where these toys are going. And, um, you know, it goes a long way, I'm telling you. So any little bit helps. You know, any dollar helps, any any little toy helps. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, here we're with Mark Lee of the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive. Phenomenal things that they're doing there. 
Again, if you're in Jersey City, anywhere around those fire departments, go over there, drop off a toy, let them know that you want to give it to that toy drive and help these children out. Now, we've talked a bit about your toy drive there, Mark. I want to talk to you about these jets, man. All right? You know, me and you, we bleed green. We bleed green. I know you bleed green. I know you love this team. I I love this team as well. I bleed green all the way. That's what I'm talking about now. What are your thoughts about this team so far, and how are you feeling about this loss after the? Uh, how are you feeling after this loss to the Bills? I'll be honest with you. You know, we, we've been losing for for the last couple of years now, uh, and even these losses don't feel the same like they used to in the past. You know, this team has a lot of heart. They have a lot of fight. Uh, it's great to see. We're definitely trending upwards. Um, you know, every game we're, we're right in it. We're right in that game, you know, a few, a few less mistakes here, a few less penalties there, you know, and, and you know, our record would be a little bit different. we got some tough games mm-hmm. coming up. we got the Lions and a big one next week. Then we got the Jaguars, yep. the Seahawks, and, and the Dolphins. So we're a little outside the bubble right now when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, I have a lot of faith in this team. I think we can sneak in, and if we do sneak in, I think we're going to be a problem, Joe. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Now, my final question before I let you go, Mark, Mike White, give me your thoughts on him. And is, in your mind, is he the New York Jets starting quarterback going forward for the rest of the season? You know, last year after the Bengals game, we spoke, you know, a little bit, talking about some of the things that Mike White was doing. You know I'm a huge fan. I love Mike White. Uh, some of the plays that he makes, uh, he makes his team, makes his team better. Uh, win, he, he's a win right now quarterback with these guys. Um, you know, stepping up in the pocket, getting cut in half, making a, a beautiful throw, coming back out, showing his grit, showing his toughness. You know, these guys play hard for Mike White. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, is he the quarterback moving forward? I don't know. You know, he, I think he gives us the best chance to win right now. Uh, I personally think that after the first week of sitting and not dressing Zach Wilson, we should have made an adjustment and had him dress for this game. You know, the one game not dressing because, you know, here goes Mike White. He gets hurt, right? You know, I think Zach Wilson needs that opportunity to step up and get into that game, even if it's just for a, a series or two. You know, you got to have you got to have Zach Wilson dress uh, just in case these things happen. Uh, but right now, this is Mike White's team moving forward. And I think that, uh, you know, he gives us, like I said, the best opportunity to, to win and uh, get us that playoff run. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens going forward. Again, I'm a week-to-week guy. I know people are screaming I about know, the playoffs. So we got a chance. You, you got to be a week-to-week we guy with these Jets, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got a chance, though. Patriots got some tough yeah, games do. coming up. If we can, we'll see. All right. But, Mark, before I let you go, man, give everybody again all the ways that they can contact you about the toy drive, how they can drop off their toys, any way that they can get involved. Please let my audience know again everything that they can do. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, if you happen to be uh, in the Jersey City area on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday this week, stop on out to. Uh, Newark Pedestrian Plaza or Mary Bethune Center on Sunday from 10 to 12. We'll be out there handing out toys to the kids. Come bring an unwrapped toy. Uh, if you happen to be in the area during the week, shop off the toy to any of the firehouses. Just mention my name, Mark Lee, Captain Mark Lee. They'll know exactly where to bring the toy. If you want to do any type of monetary donation, we have a website now. It's the CaptainMarkLeeFund.org. You know, we're a nonprofit organization, and every dollar goes to a toy to give back to this community and to these kids. Yeah. 
Listen, Mark, it's been phenomenal to speak with you again. I want to thank you for everything that you do with the toy drive. Salute and respect. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Joe, you're the best. Thank you so much for giving, you know, Jeff fans this platform and uh, myself this platform to, you know, do good for the community. And, you know, you're always a big supporter of the toy drive. I can't thank you enough, buddy, and your audience. You guys are the best. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. You have yourself a good night. You too, buddy. Let's go Jets. That's what I'm talking about. Go Jets. That's what I'm talking about all day long. Listen again, everyone, please get involved with the toy drive any way you can. Mark V. Lee toy drive. Take a toy, you know, an uh, unopened toy. To any of the Jersey City Fire Departments, let them know that you would like to give it to Mark, uh, the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive, and they will get it to you know, Mark V. Lee so they can help these children. Again, there's a lot of kids out there that do not, will not, or could not have a Christmas without this, and it's extremely important uh, if you can get involved. If you don't have a toy, monetary as well, as they said, the, the website's there. It's also you know, on my social medias as well, too. Get involved any way that you can there, and please give if you can. So. Again, salutes to Mark V. Lee and all the work that they're doing with the Mark V. Lee toy drive. So now moving forward, we're going to get to every one of the callers. Please be patient. We'll get to you again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. Also salutes to all the savages in the chat. David Staples, thank you. Salutes. He says, hey, Joe, nice job with the charitable guest. Thank you so much. Salutes to everybody again. Jake, Larry, everybody that's in there. Randilla, GM, salute to everybody. Val, salute to you as well. Venom, everybody that's in there. It's a ton of names. Salute to everybody. So we're going to get into it now, man. We're going to talk about this New York Jets football team. And let me tell you something. You know, it was a tough loss against the Bills. really was. Again, it was a, a back-and-forth defensive battle, especially early in this game. A lot of punting. The Bills punter was just, I don't know what he was doing or going through, but this man was pinning us inside the one- and two-yard line consistently. All right? They got, they got a guy over there with a leg, for real, you know? So, early it was really, uh, you know, tough for us, again, to try to get offensive drives going, but it was tough for the Bills as well. Our defense was putting things together, especially early. Quentin Williams was just getting pressure on Josh Allen, so was the rest of the defense. They had three sacks on the day against him. Rankins was playing his butt off, too. Guys were getting after it, man. Um, and then we were trying to put something together in the second quarter to really get going. Cor- Corey Davis had already gotten hurt. Uh, he got concussed in this game again in the first quarter. He only had one catch for 15 yards. We're going to be discussing him today as well. It sucks to see him go down again. Again, we'll see what happens with him going forward when he's going to be able to get himself back on the field. But he's missed quite a bit of time coming off the MCL, the knee injury. Then he now he has you know a concussion. Last year he missed a lot of time as well with that hip injury. So going forward, I'm looking to see Corey Davis get back on the field, get healthy, and get rolling. Second quarter, though, I'll tell you what, Mike White hit Elijah Moore on the 24-yard catch and run and got destroyed by the Bills uh, <laughs> defender, man. And he actually ended up leaving the football game. Now, this is where the legend of Mike White just continues to be built because he could have left this game and walked away and said, you know what, I'm done for the night. All right, y'all have a good one. Y'all go out here, battle the Bills. I'll see y'all on the plane home. You know what I'm saying? But that's not what happened. This man fought, got back. We also saw Flacco come in. He looked old and stiff. He's out there just (laughs) throwing balls around. But then we saw Mike White check himself back into the game on third and 10. 
and he hit Garrett Wilson. I'm talking about ripped the ball to Garrett Wilson for a 12-yard pitch and catch, and that got the Jets the first down and continued their drive. Now, again, Garrett Wilson on the day, six catches for 68 yards. Garrett Wilson also holds the Jets' single-season rookie receiving record, okay? Keyshawn Johnson had that before, 844 yards. Garrett has 868 yards and four touchdowns this season. That record has stood for 26 years. Garrett Wilson is phenomenal. I'm talking about unbelievable. The work he's put in this season is amazing. And, again, that bodes well for the Jets because here's another young guy that Joe Douglas has drafted that's going to move forward with us for years to come and be able to put in work. You know, So, again, as the drive continued, we saw Mike White get sacked on second and 12. And, uh, you know, he actually ended up fumbling, but C.J. Uh, Uzama was able to get back on the fumble. The Bills were also able to start a drive after we punted. And this was a drive that really kind of was able – it was a pivotal drive within the game because the Bills were trying to put something together to get on the board, all right? Third and six, Josh Allen scrambles, gets brought down. Now it's fourth and one, okay? He got five yards, fourth and one right now. And the Bills line up. And everybody in the building knew that the Bills were not going to snap that football. Everybody. Me, you, you know, people down the street, the guys playing at the, at the rec league around the corner, okay? Everybody knew that. People at Walmart, at Target, people at your local grocery store. Everybody knew that the Bills were not going to snap that football, and they were trying to bait us to get an offsides or an encroachment call. They got a guy in motion. He comes under the center, lines up. And C.J. Mosley just comes flying over the top. Whoop, whoop, flags go up. It's an easy encroachment call. Now, look, I love C.J. Mosley. I do. I think he's phenomenal. He's been phenomenal for us. And he did make some plays later on in this game to really get himself back and kind of redeem himself for that mistake to get us the ball back. But that was egregious. That was egregious. And here's why. C.J. Mosley is a veteran in this league. He's a veteran. He knows those moments like nobody else, all right? He's been a Raven before. Before he came to us, this guy knows the NFL. You know that they're not going to do that. And that was a critical penalty and a critical moment. And, again, the New York Jets this season and last season tend to get these critical penalties and critical moments that help extend drives and there was another one. Because on that drive, as it continued, that got the Bills the first down, kept their drive going, and Josh Allen was able to find his tight end Knox for a 24-yard touchdown, which put the Bills up. 7-0. to zero. That actually, you know, sent us into the half. We got the ball back, but we went into the half with it. And then we came out in the third quarter. We were able to get some things rolling. You know, we were driving on third and 12. You know, we saw Mike White hit Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson went for, 12, uh, went for 13 yards, and he got out of bounds. But as he's getting out of bounds, he gets smacked. As he's out of bounds, he gets smacked by a Bills defender. No call. Mind-blowing. But this has been something that's been going on with Garrett Wilson for quite a minute because we saw it against the Vikings. We saw it against the Patriots. We saw it against various other teams this year where guys are literally grabbing him, holding his jersey, holding the back of his jersey, slinging him around like he's like something crazy, and the refs never call nothing. So he gets smacked out of bounds by Bill's defender. No, no flag on the play whatsoever. Garrett Wilson comes out after the game and talks about how he feels, you know, that, that this is something that's been continuous and that he doesn't get any calls. And that the referees have told him in the past when he talks to him, he says, hey, what's going on? This guy's doing A, B, C, and D. I'm not getting any calls. He said a referee told him against the Patriots, this is not Ohio State. (laughs) I mean, this is unbelievable. 
This is ridiculous. You see a guy, if we talk about protecting players in this league, especially offensive players, and you see a guy get smacked when he's clearly out of bounds and he gets no call, like, come on. And the Jets never seem to get calls. Never. We always get screwed by the calls, but we never get the calls ourselves. Something that just keeps on going. We'll be talking about that tonight as well. We actually finished that drive, all right, with Bam Knight running it in for 13 yards. That took the game 7-7. Seven to seven. Bam Knight, 71, or 71 yards on the day with a touchdown. The Bills were also able to get the ball back eventually after, you know, we punted and the Bills scored on it. Michael Carter with another P.I. call. That was a critical penalty to extend their drives. You saw, you know, Josh Allen run the football in for five yards for a touchdown. Josh Allen was not amazing on this day either. The Jets' defense played extremely well. Josh Allen was 16-27, to 27, one TD, had 170, 147 yards, and he only had 47 yards rushing. And he ran for that touchdown. Just mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Then we're trying to put some things together, man. We get the ball back. We're trying to roll. And let me tell you something. Mike White, as tough as nails, took a shot from Milano that just absolutely chopped him in half on first and 10. I didn't think he was going to get up. Milano literally ripped him in half. It was all ribs, and you could see that Mike White was on the ground just writhing in pain. Fant also got hurt on that play as well. Keep in mind, we lost Quentin Williams as well in the game earlier. We thought it was a it was a non-contact football injury. We thought it was an ACL. Turns out it's just a calf injury. So he's day-to-day. Again, he's 50-50 to play against the Lions. Mike White got blasted, blasted. The offensive line let up pressure constantly in this football game, and he took a heck of a shot, man, a heck of a shot. He leaves the game. Flacco comes in. He gets sacked and fumbled. Old man Flacco. He needs to go into the retirement home. He needs to go into the retirement home. He looked old and stiff in this game. Let me tell you. We'll be discussing that again because uh, there's a lot of people screaming for Zach Wilson to be the number two quarterback Okay, at this point. There's a lot of people. We're going to be talking about that as well. The Bills ended up hitting two field goals, which brought the game to 20-7. to and now I'm looking at the situation, and I'm like, okay, we're desperate. We've got to get back into this game. Jermaine Johnson ends up blocking a punt for a safety, brought the game 9-20. to 20. We get the ball back. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I'm like, okay, we can get it rolling. We got it, we got it in our hands. We got it. We get a ball to Michael Carter. He fumbles on second and two. Bills recover. <laughs> and I'm right back down again, baby. <laughs> Look, I love Michael Carter, okay? He was five – he had – he had five carries for five yards on the day, three catches for 15 yards. Not his best, all right? But even, again, earlier, after taking that shot from Alano where we thought that Mike White was done, he checked himself back into the game uh, before that drive, too. So Mike White just continues to show you why the guys love him so much, why guys are willing to run through a wall for him. We see it. Even when Dwayne Brown was talking, to, talking about him after the game, he called him a dog. He said, listen, we got this guy's back, man. He's a dog. We love what he brings. You know, we should have protected him better, which they should have, because the offensive line was horrific. The pressure, all the stuff that they were giving up was ridiculous on the day. But these guys love him. You hear about how Garrett Wilson talks about him and all of that. So down 9-20. to 20, the Jets actually were able to put down a drive and get back to the Bills' nine-yard line. 
And the play calling, particularly in the red zone, has been questionable this year. And I question some of the play calling there. On second, third down, we're going into shotgun. It's third and one, and we are in shotgun. Third and one. Not lining up and running the football. We're a power football. We're a power running football team. We don't line it up and run the football. On third and one, we're going to shotgun. Mike White tries to get a pass. Nothing. We end up kicking a field goal. Kicking a field goal at the Bills 9. Give us 12 to 20. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are thinking uh, we shouldn't have done that. Okay, I understand it personally as the fan in me wants to see us go for it. But I understand why we did that, because, again, we get the score. You go back, you get yourself another score, get yourself a two point conversion. You in the game, you're ready to go. So I understand that what Sulla was mindset was thinking there. But my God, it was one yard. I do not understand why we get so cute, why Mike LaFord gets so cute in the red zone and we can't get one yard. I don't get it, especially, again, after the performance that you've seen from Mike White. you got a, a quarterback that's willing to put it on the line. Mike White has onions, and he showed you in this game, you've got to do everything you can to get that one yard. we got to line up every fat person we got on that line, push forward, and get that one yard. We've got to. But we ended up kicking the field goal. 12 to 20. Then we saw C.J. Mosley make two unbelievable plays, a pass breakup from Knox. He also blasted through an offensive lineman and was able to get to Josh Allen and bring him down. So the Bills ended up punting. We got the ball back, and we couldn't get anything going. 45 seconds left, four incompletions, and the Jets lose 12 to 20. That's how the game played out. It's a tough loss. We were right there, man. This Jets defense played phenomenal. Phenomenal. Sauce had a, a pass breakup in this game that was unbelievable. But the penalties and those critical moments where you got to grab victory from the jaws of defeat, we just we couldn't get it. Michael LaFleur as well in his play calling in the red zone has been spotty. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. We're talking Jets. We're talking the loss of the Bills. We're talking Michael Carter and the fumbling. We're talking about it all. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639, call in. First caller I'm going to is my guy, Ted. Ted, I'm coming directly to you, all other callers. Believe me, we'll get to everybody. Be patient. We're probably going to do one to two questions tonight, and then we've got to move on because the lines are so hot. I want to respect everybody in their time. Ted, salutes to you. I want to thank you again for calling in. For those of you that do not know, Ted, oh, that boy's tell you something if you don't know that you better know salute to you ted i want to thank you for calling in tonight listen man what are your thoughts about this loss to the bills and how do you feel about mike white's performance hey joe good evening uh mike has been better than better than we saw i think he's better than we saw that we saw the flashing in the cincinnati game um but he hasn't got enough help from his receivers and mm-hmm. Mike LaFour and the offensive line. But let me say one thing, Joe, about I, I had to get yeah. this one out if I only get one or two questions. Braxton Berrios, mm-hmm. uh, he muffed a punt. He also yeah. led a couple yeah. of punts deep in our zone where we our starting field position was poor. And uh, 
I'm willing to pay for an uh, for an eye doctor to come out to, to check his eye, eyes because <laughs> one pass hit him right in the face mask in the red zone, I believe. Went right through his hand to his head. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I'm I mean, like, I, dude, is is your head? You know, take your head out of Olivia Culpa's lap, okay? Yeah. And you better get yourself, you know, get yourself going, bro, because you're going to be sitting soon. You can't have that kind yeah. of poor performance. Sorry, Joe. No, I, I, I mean, you're speaking facts, uh, Ted. There, listen, I, I love Braxton Berrios, and he did have some catches in this game and, and, and made some moves, but I've also been talking about how Elijah Moore needs more plays. And I feel like a lot of these mm-hmm. calls that are going to Braxton Berrios should be going to yes, Elijah sir. Moore. They should. Yes, these sir. ending arounds yes, that sir. we're calling for Berrios, these screens that we're calling for Berrios, I mean – the special team stuff, and, and I was going to really get to that with the callers, like you said as well, that, that ball that he almost touched that went, fell over his head again, that was deep in our – and that, that was a, a ball that got us pinned deep and stuff like that. He's got to mm-hmm. clean that up. This guy's supposed to be an all-pro kick returner. Our special teams are supposed yep. to be put together, and you get against the Bills. And, you're, and that is not the time to do that stuff. You know, you're muffing punts or you're causing issues against the Bills. <laughs> Those turnovers yep. will get us destroyed. they get us destroyed. Now yep. – I want to talk to the def- I'll talk to you about the defense as well because there was guys that made plays. What were your thoughts about the play of Quinnen Williams before he huh. went down? How did you feel about his impact so far this season? Eleven sacks, he leads interior defensive linemen in sacks this season. How are you feeling about his impact and his impact against the Bills? Well, I knew with the additional talent around Quinnen that he would uh, get double-digit sacks, and he probably mm-hmm. could have had four or five against the Bills. Quite honestly, if he didn't get hurt. Uh, he yep. just—he's just a wrecking ball. I mean, he just takes these these offensive linemen and puts them, backs them up, backpedals them. Yeah, he's been phenomenal, Quinnen. I—I I, I mean, he, they got to—they got to sign him right. I mean, let's put the contract out and sign him right away. That's yeah. what I would do. Yep, yep. he deserves yeah. it. Listen, I and hear he's you, been man. a great—he's been a great you. teammate. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's been unbelievable. And again, I, I'm so thankful that. That injury was not as bad as we all initially thought it was. I was thinking ACL, torn ACL. I think we all, you know, so it's a calf injury, and we'll see again what happens going forward with him. Because uh, again, he's yeah. you know day to day. We'll see if he's able to play the line against the Lions. I do not want him brought back before he's fully healthy. But you know, yes, we'll sir. see what happens going forward with him. But he's been dominant this year. So my final question before I let you go: What are your expectations? Yeah. For Mike White, if he can go, again, from everything that we're hearing, he's going to be able to go against the Lions. What are your expectations for him in the upcoming game against the Lions? Joe, a couple, couple quick things. I'll make this quick. Matt Jones against the Vikings, he looked like, he looked like Joe Montana. Okay, we go in mm. there, we, we don't throw the ball. We, we, we're conservative, okay? Um, Tony Romo said on the broadcast against Buffalo, Buffalo's in a shell coverage. That means they're, they're, they're literally eight in a box. Max, protect your quarterback, send out three wide receivers. Get them out of that coverage. Mm. You have to force them mm. to get out of their coverage to then run your offense. You can't be so conservative and, you know, now we're, you know, we can't run with this line. We can hardly pass because they know what we're doing. And mm. They crowd on the box. Yeah. It's an ineffective offense right now. You have to, I mean, yeah. even somebody with a, who's watched football barely for five minutes to figure out, Send Mims and, and more on a couple of burners and try to loosen up the, the defense. But I think um, Detroit on the road is not as good, and our defense is stacked. So yeah. I have a high level of confidence. They'd have to really execute okay. at a high level to beat us, as long as we're healthy. Okay. 
Give me yep. your give me your final score prediction, Jets wow. Bills. Uh, Jets Lions, excuse me. Give me your final score prediction. Yep. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Uh, it, at least hopefully this week. Uh, I don't I don't know if we can hold them down the whole game, um, but we did hold Kirk Cousins down and uh, um, that other wide receiver from the Vikings. I forgot. Uh, so Just I would say. Yes, yes, thanks, thanks, Joe. Uh, Twenty-four, thirteen Jets. I think we can slow them down. Okay, we can slow the Vikings right. down. Listen, Ted, I got to slide off. There's callers. Next thanks, time I'm Joe. Show, I want to hear from you. All right, you have yourself a good one. Thanks, Joe. All right, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. All right. Wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, share the stream again with your friends and your family across your social media. And also, you can give to the platform as well. Super Chats there. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Anything you give is greatly appreciated. Again, we're going to get back to these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jake. Jake, I'm coming directly to you. All the callers, please hold on. We're getting to everybody. Salutes to you, Jake. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Jake, Mike White goes out, and he plays with guts and grit and gets blasted, gets back up, gets back into the game. Give me your thoughts about Mike White's performance against the Bills. I guess we'll start with the famous song by Chumbawamba, I get knocked down, I get up again. I mean, that's basically the theme of his uh, game. He really just... Mm-hmm. Got resurrected from the dead and came back and he's a trooper. I, I mean, look, if you can't, if you can't, if you can't love what you watched this weekend, you know what's amazing? Like I last weekend's loss against the Vikings, that one stuck. Like that one really, really stuck. Like I had a hard time sleeping that night. I realized like how mm-hmm. close we were. This game I got over very fast because the reality is mm-hmm. that guys, two games against Josh Allen, we have held him. Yes, I know the score yeah. seems different, but the reality is that you weren't going to hold Josh Allen to, like, under 10 points in that game. Home and Buffalo yeah. against the snow. They held their own. This, like, everybody said um, in the post-game shows, everybody said, this is a team that the Buffalo Bills do not want to see in the playoffs because they know yeah. it's not going to go well. So you know mm-hmm. the Jets are gaining their respect around the league. Even through these walks, mm-hmm. I'm t- if Zach Wilson had played this game, it would have been literally like the clown show music going on all over the place. <laughs> it would have been a disaster, throwing left and right. He would have had no mm-hmm. idea. Now, let's be honest here, because I, I, I'm not going to make ex- – I can't every week make excuses for Mike White's play, but let's be honest. Joe Flacco's fumble and Michael Carter's fumble and the penalties, that's what lost us the game. It was not like White didn't play well. It wasn't because the defense didn't hold their role. It was mistakes, mistakes and penalties. And yeah. if you have two turnovers, you're going to lose. Yeah. Well, I, I, now, I, now you talk about I, 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 yeah. Why? Yeah. Now you're you're talking about mistakes and penalties. I know all that stuff uh, really attributes to our loss there. I know you got a lot going on in your background. I'll just mute you really quickly. I know you're talking about the mistakes. And lost or the mistakes that actually lost us the game. I think one of the biggest mistakes in this football game was C.J. Mosley's encroachment call. And I know a lot of people love C.J. I do as well. I think he's phenomenal. 
But let me tell you something. That's something I just don't think you can do for as a veteran player here, especially, again, when the Bills are dealing with all those situations, or especially when the Bills, again, we're going to punt and give us the ball back. We're dealing with trying to get in, back into this football game. Now, Jake, quickly, give me your thoughts on that encroachment call and what you thought when you saw it happen. Sorry, Joe, can you repeat the question again? Can you give me your thoughts on the C.J. Mosley encroachment call and what you thought when you initially saw it? It, it, it sucks. So I'm not going to scorn him for it forever. I mean, it just it was a bad play. Look, it's bad weather, man. It was going to be hard to play in these conditions. And I, I mean, I, I I know that's something everyone wants to keep talking about. I really, it really, I really got over it fairly fast. It's okay. it, it, it's really it's 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 a, it's a Joe Flacco fumble. I was just infuriated with it. Just it, that just showed okay. me how much he just does not care about being there anymore. I mean, he yeah. just he can't play anymore. And obviously, I'll get into the Zach Wilson debate, but still. Yeah. So, before I let you go, Jay, give me your final uh, score prediction. Jets, Lions, we got this game coming up. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? I think the Jets are going to win 24-14. I'm not afraid of Jared. I'm not afraid of any of these. I'm not afraid of any of these offenses, really. I'm not even – even if we get that – if we are the situation right now that we get to a – on Sunday night, flex for that Week 18 mm-hmm. game. And Geno Smith, I'm not afraid of any of these four quarterbacks. And I'll tell you right now, everybody, guys, that if you look at the schedule, the Patriot win last night shouldn't scare anybody. Why? Because mm-hmm. the schedule and the Miami Dolphins schedules are brutally bad. Brutally bad. Yeah. The Jets and the Chargers, I think, have a better chance of making. So that's hence my confidence right now. So that'll leave it at that. All right. Listen, Jake, thank you for calling in. <laughs> Again, I want to thank Jake for calling in. We're going to keep against these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. Next, we're going to my guy, Jason. Jason, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Jason. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Jason, Michael Carter had a tough fumble in this game, all right? I want you to give me your thoughts on that fumble and what you thought initially when you saw it happen. Jason? Yes. Coming to Jason. Well, we're going to keep getting to these lines in. Again, we're going to keep keep on rolling. Next, I'm going to my guy, Phenom. Phenom, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Phenom. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Phenom, Mike White played extremely gutsy in this football game. We saw a tough fumble for Michael Carter as well. Cost us. It was kind of a backbreaker. Give me your thoughts about Michael Carter and his play, man. Oh. Uh. Good evening, uh, 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 Joe. Um, uh, Michael Carter was My, Michael Carter was uh, making an effort to make a play, and it wasn't lack of effort. It was a good. It was a good defensive play. I mean, uh, I'm not going to shoot Michael Carter in the foot because his effort has been solid all season. He's been a part of this offense that has worked. When Brees Hall was was in the lineup, he was the uh, number two guy, the third down back, and and, and, and played his role. Uh, he's had to morph into getting the more ball a little bit more, but he's been he's played pretty solid this season. So I'm, I can't kill I can't kill uh, Michael Carter, um, or I, I can't really kill uh, C.J. Mosley either. I mean, because mm. just like the NBA, this is a miss or make league. If he had made the play behind the line of scrimmage 
all our narrative would have been different. It wasn't lack of effort. It was just uh, a little timing, just a little bit off. It was just a little bit off. Mm-hmm. It was a great play. It, it, you know, it definitely affected was it, it. It definitely uh, was it really off, though, Phenom? The Bills were not going to snap that ball, though. The Bills were not okay. going to snap that ball. They, I mean, in my opinion, the Bills were not going to snap that ball. It was clear as day they're trying to draw us offside. That's the end, end of this. To me, in the discussion, the Bills are trying to draw us offside, and everybody knew okay. they were going to punt. Their offense, in my opinion, was struggling. Again, our defense was playing well, the same way that our offense was trying to figure out a way to get downfield as well against them. I just look at that and say, you, you just can't get baited, especially in that situation, because after that encroachment call, they get the first down, and then it ends up with points. So that was like a pivotal play in that game. You know, Fina? No, I, I hear you, I hear you, Joe. It's 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 a legit it's a legit take. It's a legit take. Um um but again this team this team is was has been battling all season. I mean uh, mm-hmm. it hasn't been it, it hasn't been a smooth flight. There's been turbulence on no. this on this flight. Um we've had yeah. some a thrill of victory, we've had the agony of defeat. I was in Minnesota yep. a couple of weeks ago. And they they were balling, man. Uh, the narrative mm-hmm. would have been all changed if if Braxton Berrios would have uh, caught that ball in the end zone. It didn't happen. He's had a couple yeah. of bad weeks. Do we not? Do we? Do we just uh, shit can him? I don't think that's the deal. You have to whoa, whoa, watch, watch your language. Do not curse on my show. Don't curse on my show. Uh, apologize, apologize, Joe. Apologize. Okay. okay. Family show. Uh, uh, just don't curse on my show. Family show. Uh, 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 trash can. Better, better yeah, trash can. Um, there you go. Trash can. So, um, uh, we're we're it's playoff football for the rest of the season for us. We have to win mm-hmm. to get in. Uh, we have uh, we have a uh, we we still have season left. If 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 I would have told you in August that we would be playing meaningful games in um, December, you would have signed up. Most just fans would have signed up. I signed up. Yep. We all signed up. I would have signed up. So. Um, we we got what we want, and now we see if our team can do it. Um, okay. uh, Mike White, no no question, he's been gutsy and, and played played uh, inspiring ball. Uh, we have to support him, uh, and and that's and that's been uh, that been a little challenging. But we have some games we can win. Minnesota Minnesota was tough. Buffalo's tough, and now we mm-hmm. have Detroit. Now we have to see what yeah. we can do in these next four games. So, so while you're talking about that, because and I love what you're talking about with Mike White and, you know, the way that he's kind of been able to handle business. Now, one of the issues that I've had with this New York Jets offense and its performance issues in the red zone. And we could talk about a lot of different things, but a, a lot of it goes back to our usage, our package of personnel, us not effectively utilizing our tight end position in the red zone, which we all thought was going to be a big part of the offense and the play calling. What are your thoughts about what seems to be the struggles of Mike LaFleur when he gets into the red zone? I mean, even in this game, on third and one, you know, late in the game, we're trying to get a drive, and we go shotgun. We're not lining up and running the power, running the football like it's supposed to be with our identity. What are your thoughts about that, man? I I would have to agree with the the play calling has been on the goal line uh, in the red zone has been mysterious at best. Um, mm-hmm. He looked like he was trying to find some things in the Minnesota game. You know, I think they ran Bam Knight a couple times on the goal line and then tried to get cute with, a, a, you know, mm-hmm. throwing passes. Uh, I would like to see the tight ends being utilized more on the goal line. 
and uh, and, yep. and if you're gonna throw the ball, you gotta throw it to um, you gotta try to throw the ball to uh, Elijah Moore, taking nothing away from Braxton yeah. Berrios because we can he arguably has the best hands on the team, or one of the guys has one of the best hands on the team. So, uh, mm-hmm. but that's but that's that's pass, that's pass. You know, um, uh, uh, the Detroit game is coming and it's gonna be a battle. Mm-hmm. And we'll be all be tuning in to see what that what happens and. Um, and uh, here we go. Here we go. We, we, yeah. we signed up so for the Inter games in December. We got what we got. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, before I let you go, Phenom, give me your thoughts on the matchup with the Jets and, and the Lions. What are your expectations for Mike White in this upcoming game? Oh, boy. It, it, what's today? What's today? Tuesday? <laughs> Yeah, I would, I would, I, I would have to, I would have to get a little bit more information. Like, what's the status of, what's the status of Q? What's the status of Q? What's the status of Mike White? What's, what's the status mm-hmm. of our running game? What's Michael Carter going to look like? What? You well, know, at, like, this, at so, this point, at this point, what they're saying is Mike White looking like he's good to go and he's okay and he's going to be playing this upcoming game against the Lions. Now I know the Q okay. again is kind of fifty-fifty, so we'll see what happens again going with that calf. But even with Q out, you still got Sheldon Rankins. We still got a solid line. You still got Carl Lawson. You still got Jermaine Johnson. You still got Huff. You still guys out got guys out there that can put things together. So you know, even with, if Q can't roll, we still got to go forward. We still got to fight and play. And again, this this Lions offense can put some things together. You know, they're neither the top of the league in passing and rushing. So we, it's a formidable matchup. So. With all that said, man, what is your final score prediction for this Jets Lions game? Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends well, up? You well, better well, not duck the score prediction. Duck, don't duck. duck it, Phenom. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Okay, I Phenom, are you going to duck do, it? No, not ducking. Not ducking. I wouldn't duck it. Okay, I'm not, don't I'm not duck, scared. Don't duck. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Okay, so, don't be scared. Uh, 20, 24, 24 21 uh, Jets. It's a squeaker, man. Okay. It's a Give me last words quickly. Happy holidays to you and the Savages and the family, and uh, uh, let's go Jets. Salutes. Happy holidays to you as well. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Val. Val, I'm coming directly to you. Val, salutes to you, my friend. You know what I'm saying? For those of you that do not know, Val, oh, that boy Val, that boy Val is a savage, you heard? <laughs> I'm talking, I'm talking straight savage. Listen, Val, Val, let it be known. Listen, Val, salutes to you again. I want to thank you for calling in. Val, no problem, man. Bills, Bills beat us 20 to 12. Tough game. Mike White going out there showing a lot of grit, showing a lot of moxie. Give me your thoughts on his performance in this football game, man. What do you grade him? If you're using a, using a letter grade, do you give him an A? Do you give him a B? Do you give him a C? What do you grade him for the game, man? I give him a B minus, and he definitely showed a lot of toughness, um, Joe. Okay. Especially he, he looked like he just got Goldberg spirit out there. He just came back, you know, and it showed toughness and was definitely mm-hmm. poised and was moving the ball around as much as he could. And, you know, just a lot of people was kind of failing him at the same time. But he showed a lot of grit, and he showed that he could definitely 
play in this league. And do I mm-hmm. see him as a franchise quarterback? That's that's um we we got to see a lot more. You know what I'm saying? And we got to put up more mm-hmm. points. But other than that, he played a very poised game. Okay. Okay. No, listen, yes. I, I hear you now. I look at the New York Jets and I look at this running game and I feel like it, it could be better. We've struggled a little bit rushing, you know, at spots this season. And Bam Knight has come in. He looked solid, 17 carries, 71 mm-hmm. yards, had a touchdown as well. Michael Carter, five carries, five yards, back-breaking fumble, three catches for 15 yards. What are your thoughts about Michael Carter's performance in this game, man? I mean, he's just coming off of a sprained ankle, but that is no excuse. He has to come in and be ready. He knows what type of game this was. This was uh, definitely, definitely a very tough game. This was going to be a, a divisional game. we got to treat every game like the playoffs, and you have to come mm-hmm. with it. If you want to make it to the playoffs, you have to come with it and do not turn over the ball because that is costly. Mm-hmm. The momentum has switched because we just got the ball back and we was um, – in and Mike White just came back and we was making that run to actually score a touchdown. I feel like we was going to score on that drive. But, you know, I, I feel like Bam, man, Bam is actually, listen, as a walk-on, he's actually playing really good. He could, he looked like he could be a starter on a on a team, but I'm glad he's on this team to help us out. So, you mm-hmm. know, he could either be that number two or number three for sure. When yeah, Brees Hall I mean, comes back. Again, this guy's such a fresh set of legs and, I mean, he's been able to come in and really have an impact. Again, we talked about him in the in the off season. We were guy was surprised that he actually went to the practice squad because everybody was kind of like, "Hey, he should be on the active roster because of what we saw him doing out there." But again, we stashed him in the practice squad, and even after bringing in James Robinson, dude, he's still getting snapped. James Robinson was healthy and active in the last game, and that's not the first time he's been a healthy and active in this season. So Bam Knight's putting in work, but Michael Carter's got to rebound and kind of step up now. Going to the defensive side, man, give me your thoughts on the C.J. Mosley encroachment, man. How did you feel watching him get that flag coming to the Bills drive on fourth and one, man? I know. And it sucks because I I love C.J. Mosley. He has done nothing wrong until that play. Ever since he's been here, he has done done nothing wrong besides, you know, the whole, you know, COVID situation. But other than that, you know, but that was an optional situation. But he has to be smarter than that. You know what I'm saying? That is his one Mm -hmm. mistake. The veteran uh, today, I mean, that that game, I feel like the veterans did not step up. We're going to get on Joe Flacco mm-hmm. real quick. But, you know, the <laughs> veterans have not stepped up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ yeah, Mosley yeah. cannot do that. He has no situational football for sure. Yeah, yeah, he does. And like you said, Joe Flacco, Ooh. he had some bad plays as well. That fumble, he looked old and stiff. There's a lot of people screaming for Zach Wilson to be named the number two quarterback. That's going to be my final question before I let you go. What are your thoughts about that? Should Zach Wilson – be suited up and be the New York Jets' number two quarterback? I believe he should be the number two quarterback. I think, you know, if he goes out there, I think he's capable of being the number two. I I question him being the starter, but I'm not going to say he should Mm -hmm. be inactive. He should definitely be that number two, and we we should just dress him because, you know, we we can't be coming – like, we got to make the playoffs. Every game is very important. We have to put out the best product – possible and I feel like Zach Wilson mm-hmm. should be that number two or Chris you know what I'm saying but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Zach Wilson as the number two for sure I agree with you okay okay now before I let you go man give me your thoughts about this upcoming game Jets Lions what is your final score prediction who do you think wins who do you think loses how do you think the game ends up 
Man, listen, I'm hoping the Jets could pull this out. They are very, very hot right now. Listen, I hear people saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, not, not to throw any shots, but, you know, they're saying that, oh, they're nothing. You know what I'm saying? We're not worried about none of these quarters. We cannot keep on nobody unless we're putting up points. We should be scoring 30 Facts. or more. Until that, yeah. until then, I got the Jets winning 24 to 17. Jets winning. Okay. 24 to 17. Listen, Val, I got a lot of callers. I got to slide off. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Yes, sir. You too, man. And Joe Flacco, don't ever do that again. Listen, we're going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Chris. Chris, I'm coming directly to you. All right, Chris. Listen, Chris, salutes, man. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Chris, give me your thoughts about this Jets loss to the Bills, man. What are your thoughts about the performance of Mike White? I'm glad you mentioned Mike White, Joe, and thank you for having me because that's the one guy I really I really want to talk about um, for tonight because those two hits that he got really concerned me. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, after getting hit the second time, I feel like it was not a good idea to put him back out there. Listen, I know he, 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 he placed up. I, he already proved that he, he belongs. We all know that he belongs. He already proved it. But sometimes it's okay to save a player from himself. Let him mm. um, play, save, save okay. him from, from himself, and let him play for another for another day. You know, if he goes back okay, out there, I mean, Joe, and I'm telling you, and it, and he plays against the line, and the offensive line don't protect him, and they and they wipe them out, his career is over. An example: Look what happened to Andrew Luck. All the concussions he took of the offensive line didn't protect him. He's showing his career. We don't. I don't want. Yeah, to listen. White. And, and I and I hear you, Chris. I, I hear you, and I understand where you're coming from. And I and I and again, I want to thank you for calling in. And I and I get it. All right, but those are those are two different kind of scenarios. Again, those are concussions for for Andrew Luck and a lot of other injuries as well that costed him. Now I, I get it. You want to save a player for himself. But at the same time, if Mike White wants to go out there and he feels like he can go out there and play well and he was still playing well even though his rivers are getting crushed, the issue is the New York Jets offensive line couldn't block anybody. I'm very sure the staff That's and everything is comfortable. We've, we've seen guys get sat, get sat out before, you know, that, that wanted to get back in. But, you know, if Mike White wants to go out there and, and play to the rails and, and I, give it his shot, you know, it's tough. But I understand I your take because there was a point when I saw that shot too, I was like, I don't know. If the initial shot, uh, initially the first one that he got from the Bills defender he before Milano, I was like, man, yeah, he did. He got blasted on that one. So I, I hear your take there, Jason. And I absolutely hear it now. He got, he almost, go go he ahead. I'll let got, you finish up. He almost got broken in half, you know, and then the yeah. way he was getting, slowly getting up, and he was barely breathing. Do you? Yeah, he's in a lot of pain. I, 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 exactly. I know he wants to play. I give him credit. Kudos to him. But you gotta think about those ribs because if they, if let's yeah. say the the Lions defense attack him again and his and they take his ribs out, it's over. Mm. He he's he's finished. No. And and I, if we really if if we really really want him to 
take us to the playoffs if we make it. The best thing to do is to have him heal those ribs and before we get him back out there. I don't want him to get wiped out like that. I don't. No. You I, know, it's, I hear you. I hear you. I, I listen. I, I hear I mean, you, Jason. I, but again, our, our, our line, line, you know. No, I hear you. But you know, again, Jason, this is football. This is the guy's got to go out there and play. He checks himself back in. He's showing you the grits, the guts, the moxie. You know, they they decided to ride with it, and he did play well. Even though his ribs were jacked up, you could see, like you said as well, that he was hurting, but he went out there and handled business. Now, my next question as we continue to move forward, give me your thoughts on Quentin Williams, man. How are you feeling about him and his play? We saw him get hurt in this game as well. We'll see if he was going to be able to go against the Lions. What are your thoughts about his impact this season? Honestly, I thought that was Quincy that got hurt. I wasn't sure which William brother it was, because I don't know who's who in my number. Oh, it was was Quentin. Okay. Um, um, it was pretty bad. I mean, if it's a 50, 50, I doubt that they're going to put him out there again. They'll probably send him out for next for the Lions game and then bring him back for the Jags game. Um, but it, it looked pretty bad from what I saw. So. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a non-contact football injury, but again, now it's a calf injury. We thought it was an ACL, but it's a calf so we'll see how he heals up. But, again, he's day-to-day, so we'll see how I handle things. So before I let you go, Chris, giving your final Joel, score I got a quick question for you. Jets? I got a quick yeah, question. yeah, go ahead. Quickly. I got a quick question for you before I give you the answer, before I'll give you my answer. Um, mm-hmm. So you said it was Quinn and I got her, right, not Quincy? Because I'm not sure who, mm-hmm. who was, which brother it was, because so, they both got Williams in the back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, it, so yeah, it was, it was my Quinn. Final... It was Quinn. It was, yeah, it so was your okay. final score prediction, Jets, Lions, who do you think wins, who right. do you think loses, how do you think the game ends up? I'm worried about the offensive line. I, I, again, like, I don't – after what happened last game, I don't trust the offensive line at all. I'm worried mm. Mike White is going to get wiped out again. So, unfortunately, mm. it will be a close game and an extremely close – it will it, it will end in a – it will end um in a field goal, but it's not going to be by a mm-hmm. field goal. So, my prediction, unfortunately – Unfortunately, because again, I don't trust the offensive line. It'll be twenty-one to twenty Lions. Ooh, okay, 20, 21 to twenty Lions. Have a good All right, night, Chris. Joe. I, I gotta let, listen. I gotta let you slide off, man. Thank you again, Chris, for calling in. He took the Lions. I respect his take about Mike White. You don't want to see your quarterback take those type of shots, but it's the NFL. You know, guys get hit, and if they want to check themselves back in, and they're Good enough to play with it. You know that this is a big boy league. Listen, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, David. David, I'm coming directly to you. Maxwell, Jason, Steve, everybody, BK, Perry, Brick City. I'll get to y'all other callers. We're getting to everybody in a second. Be patient. Salute to you, David. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen. Mike White goes out there and plays against the Bills, getting jacked up, hit constantly. What were your thoughts about his performance in this game against the Bills? What are your assessment of Mike White and everything that he showed in this game? Well, good evening, Joe. Um, doing a good job asking the right questions. I, I think you're, um, what you're looking into is, is the situation that we've got to deal with as a team. Yeah. Michael White, I thought, played over well okay. My concern was, like your last caller, He's taking too many direct hits, so they got to work with his footwork, learn to slide, mm-hmm. learn to 
sense that better and, and do a little Zach, get on the move, run, run a little bit. There were some first downs that we left on the field that he could have got with his feet. So I'd like to see more of that. You know, I was impressed with his, um, his courage. I think it was good overall for the morale of the team. But my concern that I notice is we're too apprehensive in, in the, um, when we get near the red zone. We do good from the yeah. 30 to 30. We get, th- you know, yeah. we start on the 30. We'll get to the other 30, and then we shut down. I think Lafleur. I think the Jets. What they need to do is, even if they got to watch other successful teams and humble themselves as a coaching staff and say, okay, what are the other teams doing to get t- TDs? Because what we're doing isn't working. And then they need to, once they make that decision to alter some of their play calls, they need to believe in their staff and call the play and expect them to do it. And don't compensate with fear and, and get um, to restrict what the players can do. Design the play, design it for success, and follow through with it. If you have to check down, fine. I'm speaking, uh, of course, no. from, a, from a growing standpoint. I'd like to see more yeah. confidence. I think they lack confidence, Joe, when they get near. They they just don't finish well, which is killing us and putting too much pressure on our defense. And then you got Mosley pulling that act. Why? Why did he do that? I think he did it because he's mm-hmm. thinking, we got to make a play. we got to make mm-hmm. a play. We need something to turn the momentum because the last two games, I really wanted this game bad, Joe. The last two games, I'm feeling like yeah. we're playing from behind. We're lacking confidence. We're playing hard. We're playing tough, but we're not playing like we're the better team, and we're going to win this thing. We're going to figure out a way. And if you watch teams that win, this is the Bills, other teams, they play like they're going to win the game. And they don't play from behind. They don't play like, what do we got to do to kind of fix where the momentum is shifting so I'd like to see our team be confident against Detroit. They got a high-powered offense. We're not beating this team, Joe, if we don't put up 30 points because Detroit's going to yeah. come and they're going to throw. And we're, our defense yeah. is vulnerable to uh, giving up some, some points because, you know what, we what, we went down and scored, and then what, six plays later the Bills put a TD up. We're down 14-7. So we got to have confidence mm-hmm. in our O, confidence in Michael. Zach needs to be number two. Thank you, Joe, for your oh. service, but. You know, I mean Joe Flacco. I'd say thank you, Joe Flacco. We appreciate you. Um, you can ride the rest of the year on the bench, but Zach needs okay. to be number two. He's younger. He's faster. Okay. He has potential. So let's stop let, playing let me, games me, with the quarterback. Ride Michael White. Yeah. We got. They got to get tough. Yeah. They got to get hungry on. Oh, Joe, we need some scores. Listen, and we listen, need. And, and yeah, I, go ahead. I hear you. I and, and I hear you. And you're bringing some great takes. I think one of the biggest issues is, and maybe this is factoring into LaFleur's play calling, is the offensive line and how bad it is, right? Again, we, we've suffered a lot of injuries, so that's been a lot of the issues that we've had. But at the same time, hey, guess what? <laughs> Guys got to go out there and block. And Dwayne right. Brown talking, even he said it himself, we got to protect him better. Fant was out there before Fant went down. We'll see what happens going forward with him as well with his injury. That could be another shakeup along the offensive line. Again, we've had Max Mitchell go down. He's done for the season. Uh, Cedric Aboye is done for the season. There's so many guys that tackle position is really in flux. We lost ATV and all that stuff. But I'm wondering if that's factoring. But like you said as well, we're getting to the red zone and we're not finishing. And if we're going to be a top-tier team in this league, which is what we want to be, you look at the top-tier teams, they get in that red zone and they finish point blank period they get into the end zone and we got to do that we cannot beat teams kicking field goals so my next question for you david because you're bringing the heat right now when you look at this upcoming game against the lions 
we're talking about, you know, Mike White and what we think he can do, uh, you know, he's going to be able to play. What is your expectations of him and his performance in this upcoming game against the Lions? What do you expect him to do? Well, I expect a lot, Joe, because I think he's produced a lot. He's had tough circumstances, um, you know, but he's he's shown that he has strength, character, courage, and all that's been said and duly noted. But here's the thing. I go back to my last point. The coaches need to coach their players this week. Listen, we believe in you. No excuses. I don't want to hear about, oh, we're missing this dude or this guy's out or this injury. No. Everybody that puts that uniform on, you get out there, and we expect you to be the best player in the NFL today. Every one of you, we believe in you. And execute the plays like you can do this. As they're designed on the chalkboard, they always design them for success. So I would tell my guys, listen, we believe in you. We're, we're not holding you back. You just let it go, man. No fear, no holding back, no safeties, because that kind of uh, safety calls, because that kind of thinking, Detroit's going to mm-hmm. sneak up on you and they're going to blow right by you because those guys throw yeah. it. I've watched that team. Yeah. They take risks. They they're bold. Their quarterback is bold. He's not the most yeah. stable guy, but he will make the big play. We need to free, uh, free up our receivers, man. Go, go. Go throw the 40, 50-yarder. Yeah. Put a little concern in them. They start coming in on the box. Mm-hmm. I would coach my guys, Joe. I believe in you. And Salah does as well, by the way. But I would say I believe in mm-hmm. you. Go out and execute. I want the best. I'm, you guys can do yeah. this. Execute those plays yeah. to the fullest. And then they'll Absolutely, win. Absolutely, David. Now, but before I let you go, before I let you go, quickly, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Lions, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? Well, here it is. Now, I'm just going to uh, – I hope that my hype and my uh, little speech there uh, is real and the, and the Jets do this. If they think like that and they can perform like that, they will win, but they will win with high scores. Detroit's putting up 30. I think if we yeah. win this, and I'm going to say we're going to win, I've been 0 for 2 in my last calls now, but I think we're winning this thing big, high score, 37 to 30. Oh, 37. Listen, David, I want to thank you for calling in. I got a slide off. You have yourself right. a good night, all right? Right on. Man. All right. Listen, listen, David calling in with some takes. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, be patient. We will get to everybody. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve. Steve, I'm coming directly to you, man. Steve salutes. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Steve, Jets coming off of a tough loss to the Bills. Mike White playing to the wall. I'm talking getting hit, coming back in. Nobody can stop him. He's the robot. Like, what exactly were your thoughts about Mike White and his performance in this game against the Buffalo Bills and the grit and moxie and toughness that he showed? Hey, Joe. Well, thank you again for having me on your show tonight. You know, let me tell you something. It was, unfortunately, another tough loss we suffered. I mean, this is the first time this season that the Jets have lost two games in a row. Um, yeah. You know, let me tell you something. Mike White was a soldier in that game. He was doing everything he could to get back in the game. And, yes, they did put him back in the game. And I like how he said yesterday in his press conference that they needed to peel me off the field in, yeah. if, I, if they wanted me to get back out there. But, you know something, Joe? I'm going to say this right now. I'm not fully mad at the team of losing this game, game, you know, because the thing is, unfortunately, you know, we went into a hostile environment in Buffalo, and Buffalo's always a hostile environment. Mm-hmm. And the thing is about about facing the Bills in Buffalo, it's always very tough. But 
there were some crucial things I just want to talk about with the game. You know, one thing you mentioned, the C.J. Mosley encroachment, you know, He's, yep. now, honestly, he's the veteran leader of the team. I mean, he tried to pull a Troy a Troy Palomalu moment, but the thing mm-hmm. was, unfortunate, Josh Allen caught him on the couch snap. Another thing was, because that unfortunately led to a touchdown. The thing I don't understand, Joe, were the referees in this game. When Garrett Wilson yeah. caught that pass in the, in the opening drive, which led to a touchdown for us, Garrett Wilson catches it gets a first down, steps out of bounds, a Bills player hits him on in the helmet. How yeah. is that not a personal foul? I, I don't, I don't understand. Let me tell you something, I don't get Joe. It. The NFL, I said this on Twitter Sunday night, the NFL league is a joke. They honestly mm. don't understand about, like, roughness in players. And, and the thing is, mm. is like, it's like you can't even, like, freaking tackle a quarterback anymore. I mean – a lot of people felt that, like, why Matt Milano should have not gotten penalized when quite hard. I mean, listen, yes, it was a hard hit that Milano did put on Mike White, but it was a good mm-hmm. hit. Yeah, it was a legal hit. It was very legal, like you said as well, Stephen. Again, we've seen, we've heard from Garrett Wilson, excuse me, after the game, he talked about how referees told him, this has been going on throughout the season where he feel like he's not getting the call when it's egregious. And he had a referee tell him against the Patriots, this is not Ohio State anymore. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, you don't have to talk to somebody like that, number one. And number two, we're all seeing the same things on a weekly basis. You go back (laughs) to that Vikings game, we saw him getting grabbed and jerked around like crazy, uh, you know, against these Vikings defenders that were just trying to stop him from running his routes. This is an offensively driven league. Everyone screams about protecting offensive players, and you're letting Garrett Wilson get thrown around like that, but the New York Jets are constantly getting ticky-tack calls. I mean, that's just completely egregious and ridiculous, man. It sucks. Yeah, no, it it, it does, Joe. Yeah. Joe, it does. Now, listen, I I, I want to talk to you a little bit about – I'm just going to say this really quickly, Joe. I'm just going to say this really quickly because – I was watching the Mm -hmm. Sunday night game between the Chargers and the Dolphins, and let me tell you something. As much as I hate the Dolphins, there was actually one thing I did feel bad for them during the game. It was was in the second half, and one of the players of the Dolphins tackled Justin Herbert for a sack. Mm -hmm. It was a regular normal tackle. And you know what the referee did? They called that Dolphins player for roughing the passer. That's a fact. How is that roughing the passer? All he did was tackle him. How? I honestly don't understand this stupid league anymore, Joe. I really don't understand. The league is a joke. Roger Goodell is a joke. Mm -hmm. The NFL executive Mm -hmm. office is a joke. Mm. Now, Steve, before I let you go, man, because we got a lot of callers, give me your final score prediction for the New York Jets' upcoming game against the Lions. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up quickly? Well, here's the thing, Joe. I'll actually be at the game this Sunday. Okay, salute. Yeah. No, listen. I think the Lions are definitely going to give us a good game. But the thing is, though, mm-hmm. I do think the Jets are going to beat the Lions on Sunday, though. I'm going I'm okay. to give the Jets a 24-14 win. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All 
Again, salutes to Steve calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy in Jersey, man. 973, we're coming directly to you. All the rest of callers, please hold. Again, we're getting to everybody. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to get your thoughts about Mike White and his performance against the Bills. How would you feel about it? Thanks, Joe. Well, listen, we had two def- we had two tough opponents before. You know, first we had Minnesota. They hang in there pretty well. I mean, you know, that was mm-hmm. you know that was a hard fought game, but you know that Minnesota offense was just I think a little bit too strong for us. And Buffalo, you know, I really thought with without you know uh, their star player, I thought maybe we would have a shot to win. It was a much more defensive game, which I thought it was going to be. But, you know, Bubba's defense uh, just said seemed to be just a little bit stronger. So we had two tough games yeah, we had I'm, to play. I'm, now we have to get ready for, you know, the last few games of the season. I think, you know, Detroit's a little bit um, weaker. Not like we're going to happen in past years. I mean, because in past years they've been, well, you know, in the toilet mm-hmm. seat. But uh, they have, you know, stepped up this year. But I think uh, we have enough weapons, you know, regardless of who's going to be our quarterback. I think we have enough ways to probably to, uh, beat the Lions. I, I think I think we okay, can't, okay. no matter who is going to be the quarterback. Okay, so going into that game, my final question for you, you look at the situation, New York Jets offensive line is struggling. Now the, the Lions don't have the best defense, but Aiden Hutchinson is over there. How concerned are you about the New York Jets protecting Mike White properly in this upcoming game against the Lions? Well, they had to protect him because, you know, we don't want to see another injury like he did uh, last week. I mean, Flacco, forget Flacco was a dinosaur, and, you know, we can't count on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he gets hurt, yeah. that that's it. Flacco is going to be that is going to be a career-ending injury. Sorry. Yeah. You know, uh, Zachy boy. Yeah. Nah, he's not. He's not ready yet. He, he's he's not ready. Okay. I mean, I know everybody like to see him as no, the one quarterback, but that injury, no, mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. And he's been injured before. I don't think it would take a chance of getting a third injury in the same season. So uh, no, listen, you know, I, 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 I got to I got to go white. Okay, okay. I mean, again, Mike White to me is a starter. At, at best, Zach Wilson should at least uh, be named the backup. I, I personally think Zach Wilson should be named the backup at this point. Uh, just give the guy a chance because, again, Flacco is looking old, stiff, and he's not going to get it done out there. So before I let you go, man, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Lions, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? I think Jets win. I don't think it's going to be as – uh, lopsided as most people, or as close as people think, I'm gonna say uh, 24-14 Jets. And okay, uh, before, I... absolutely. Listen, salutes, and we're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers next. I'm going to my guy, Ronald Perry, man. Brick City, my guy from North Carolina, Jason. Max, we'll get to you in a second. My guy, Perry. Listen, for those of you that do not know, okay, my guy, Ronald Perry, he's a savage, man. I'm talking about a <laughs> Salute to you, Ronald. Listen, we're talking. I'm Jeff, in the man. building. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Give me your thoughts about Mike White and the grit that he showed, the toughness that he showed against the Bills, man. Hey, you know what? Honestly, after that game, I have a newfound respect for for Mike mm-hmm. White because I'm like, you know, 
I I knew he was a good QB, but I didn't know he was built tough like that. He got, he got like a yeah. He got, he got like a um you know like a determination about I like that you know what I'm saying he's willing to take those hits and keep it keep it coming keep coming back as a matter of fact. Yeah. And yeah. You, and I mean, you, he you know what? Shots, man. And I was gonna say, you know what? That um, I like that the offensive line guy named Dwayne Brown went on TV and was like, he apologized to to um to mm-hmm. Mike White, you know. So that that's what I, that's what I like right there. So I, I know next time he's gonna go a lot harder. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he's gonna be protected all the time, but I know Dwayne Brown mm-hmm. is gonna go a lot harder. The rest of the guys gonna yeah. do what they can to protect him. Yeah, I thought that Mike White played phenomenally in this game. Again, he took shot after shot, 27-44, 268 yards throwing the ball. And a lot of people are talking about, there's a lot of Jets fans out there having discussions about, well, Mike White needs to learn how to win. That's the big thing. And, look, as long as he puts us in a position to consistently being that that win, he's not killing us. He's not throwing massive turnovers. He's not doing stupid stuff with the ball. He's getting the ball out of his hands quickly and finding guys that are open. I'm all about that. So I understand that that's a knock for some people. Oh, well, he hasn't won enough. Listen, this is a team game. You can't call you. Mike White's not the one calling the plays. We talk about our red zone play calling. He's not the one committing penalties, which we saw as well. He's not the one, you know, those are outside factors. Mike White's doing his job and he's doing it well. Again, we had a critical fumble in this game from Michael Carter. That wasn't Mike White. You know, we saw the encroachment penalty with CJ Mosey. That wasn't Mike White. You know, we saw pass interference call from Michael Carter. He had two of them, I believe, in this game. That wasn't Mike White, you know. So Mike White is going out there exactly. and playing well, especially, again, under pressure, getting smashed and blasted. Now, that leads me to my next question for you. Give me your thoughts, man, on what we saw from Sauce and Reed against Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs. I mean, but neither one of those guys had over 40 yards. What are your thoughts about the lockdown that Sauce and Reed was able to put on Diggs and Davis, man. You know, I, I want to say that I know, because I do know for a fact that those two guys are top 10 in the NFL, but honestly, I really believe they're top five in the NFL. Top five mm. quarterbacks, I guarantee. I'm telling you, these guys are just tough. They're built, like, they're built different, man. And he's a rookie, mm-hmm. so that's something like, I really appreciate. you got to appreciate it. Who knows what it's going to look like next year? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, those guys are going to the wall. So my next and final question before I let you go, what are your expectations of Mike White against the Lions, man? You know, um, I really, you know, it's my Jets and I want him to win. I really do. But I really mm-hmm. don't know. But the Lions have been playing really good lately. And, um, yeah. It's like, damn, I, I really don't know what to say right now. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm, I would I would like for the Jets to win, you know, like 27 to – Seventeen, because you know what? I don't think they're gonna put up okay. that much points on our defense. We got a we got a great defense, okay. man. Hey, obviously. Yeah. So that's that. That's that's your score prediction right there, man. He took. <laughs> Listen, salute right. to Ronald. I'm I gotta, I gotta slide off. You have yourself a good one. Listen, we're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five six zero two nine six three nine is number. Call in and everybody again, please be patient. We're getting to everybody. Next, I'm going to my guy, Brick City, man. Brick City, I'm coming directly to you. We are talking Jets. Listen, Brick City. Yes, sir. I want to thank you for calling. You already know what time it is, man. Bills, Jets, we lose 20 to 12. Mike White just goes out there and shows an extremely gutsy performance. 
What do you grade Mike White for this game, man? Are you giving him an A? Are you giving him a B? Are you giving him a C? What is your grade? I'm giving him an A+. Plus. letter grade for him in this game? Okay. Tell a us plus, why. Plus. A++. Plus, plus. Grit, determination, leadership, didn't turn the ball over, came back, still put us in a position to win, even though mm-hmm. – you know, Jermaine Johnson, you got to, you know, instead of celebrating, man, on that block punt, you got to get that ball in the end zone. We would have been up. Instead of mm. nine, we would have been up uh, 14. Mm. would have been 14 to 20. Uh, we, you know, mm. uh, on that fourth and one, uh, I think that LaFleur once again got a little too conservative. Uh, Should have went down, went forward on that fourth and one, you know, and I think we would have been in a position to get in the red zone and score, we would have been probably talking about a different uh, scenario this time around. And please, God yeah. forbid, can these referees stop being so biased? They throw flags <laughs> on who they want to throw flags Talk about it. Uh, it was a clean hit. It. Don't get me wrong. The first hit was a clean hit, but the second hit when he got driven into the ground, come on, mm-hmm. throw the flag, protect the quarterback. If that was Tom Brady, if that was Mac Jones, if that was that. anybody else, mm-hmm. and – you know, even Matt Ryan now in his career would have got that call. It was, and you can't mm-hmm. be biased on if the rules are the rules, I say the rules. If it's the rules to protect the quarterback and this is an offensive-driven league, you got to protect off, even though it sucks. I'm more of a defensive guy, but, you know, you got to be fair. You just can't pick and choose. If that was Daniel Jones, they would have just threw the flag, unless they was playing like Philly or Dallas or something like that, but they would have threw the flag. Yeah. Down Daniel Jones. No. That's not fair. Right. I mean, and, and I, listen, I'm right there with you. And what, a, again, egregious call that I saw was the one on that should have been called on Garrett, for Garrett Wilson. He's out of bounds. A Bills defender just blasted him. He gets nothing. Oh, yeah, that he was didn't disgusting. Talk about after the game, after the game. I mean, he's like, dude, I get no calls. These referees, they're talking to me crazy during the game, telling me it's not Ohio State. What are your thoughts about Garrett Wilson and his play in this game? What are your thoughts about he, the lack he of was calls? At, um, again, Garrett Wilson holds the, holds the, uh, the Jets – a rookie single season yeah. receiving record as well. Give me, give me your thoughts. On I, that. I got him. I got him. Again, I mean, at this point, we got four games. Well, three games left for the seasons. Um, I got him. Like he can be. He can get like thirteen hundred yards. Um, thirteen hundred wow. yards, probably maybe. Uh, he had that pace because I mean, I don't think anybody on the Lions secondary because I got I got him going off of about fifty uh, Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. Is that if I can say the score real quick? Because I got us, uh, yeah, go I got us, uh, prediction. Yeah, I, I got us 28-17. It's going to be close up until the second half. Second half. Is going to be okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, everybody, Thank you. Listen, the Lions, yeah, the Lions are mm-hmm. where we were last year. They are a hungry team. Yeah. They're a scrappy team. They're definitely a team not yep. to sleep on. But they're not – I mean, we got to handle our business straight out the gate. we got to handle our business yeah. straight out the gate. We cannot play sluggish against these guys. It's the NFL. It's any mm-hmm. given Sunday. Heck, the Texans gave the uh, Cowboys work last week. So we cannot play to yeah. our competition. We're better than these guys. Yeah. At all three th- three phases of the game, offensive, defensive, yeah. and special teams. So it shouldn't be no problem handling business. we got to go to the playoffs. We're fighting for our lives right now. The Jets fans, I, me, you – Hundreds, everybody that's listening, thousands, millions across the country that are Jets fans. We haven't seen the playoffs in like 12, 13 years, man. It's time. Mm-hmm. This is time. It's time to elevate Zach Wilson to QB2 because I said it two weeks ago. I had a, I had a funny feeling that maybe Zach will play in this game. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I, I, I we'll did see. say that. I, like, I think he'll be back at the line, yeah. and I, I hope I didn't jinx Mike White on that for saying that. 
But uh, man, yes, I hope not. Flacco, sit, sit your old butt down, man. Just sit down, man. What a disgrace for for a guy that for a guy of his caliber. You know, if people come to the Jets and just be straight bums, man. Just sit them down. No yeah. more Joe Flacco. Put Zach Wilson QB two. Listen. Brick City, I am right there with you. Uh, again, uh, now I'm not saying that Mike, uh, I'm not saying that Zach Wilson should start or nothing like that. That's Mike White's job, but Zach Wilson should absolutely oh, yeah, be the backup at this point. Flacco, Flacco is just not getting it done. But listen, Brick, I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear yes. from you. All right. All right. Of course, man. Happy holiday. Salutes, and again, we're going to continue to get to these lines. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five. Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in next. I'm going to my guy from North Carolina, Jason Maxwell. All the other callers will get to you guys in a second. North Carolina, we're coming directly to you. Now, this is a guy that knows what he knows, and he knows these. Salute to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, give me your thoughts. Jets, Bills, we take a loss here, twenty to twelve. I feel like Mike LaFleur is getting a little bit too cute in the red zone. Third and one, we need to run the football, especially late in the game. We don't do it. We ended up kicking a field goal. Give me your thoughts about this game and give me your thoughts about that decision. Do you think the New York Jets should have gone for it on fourth and one at the nine against the Bills? Yes, absolutely. It comes to a critical time in the game. You have to be aggressive. If you if you, if you get beat, you get beat. But the minimum, yeah. you got to be aggressive. you got to go for it. And I think that's what they should have done. And I think going forward, uh, Mike White with his uh, old school grit, grittiness and toughness is uh, setting a new standard for what a, a Jet quarterback should be. Even though he mm-hmm. wasn't a top draft pick, it just just the, the way he's performing and handling himself is just going to set a different standard going forward, which is, I think, a good thing for this, this organization because we haven't established that over the years. You know, we had so many embarrassing performances from – Oh, Mark Sanchez with the butt fumble and yeah, you know, and, and then uh, give, give me uh, your thoughts. Give me your thoughts yeah. on that. I want you to kind of expound on that because you're talking about Mike White and the grit and what he brings. What when you watch Mike White, right? Because you're a guy that knows football. What impresses you oh, about yeah. him so much? Why do you think that the guys in the locker room are so endeared to him, and what makes him successful? You know, when he gets out there on the field, is it his decisiveness? Is it how quickly he gets the ball out of his hands? What did you see against the Bills that really impressed you from Mike White? Uh, I say it's all of the above, and it's just just the overall poise. You can see where he loves the game, and at the same time, he's not timid or or afraid to go out there and play the game like uh, Zach has shown, even though though Zach has far superior physical talent and feeling. But there's that timidity, that feeling when you watch him play, you know, the running around, that timidity is not running to escape or to buy himself time to make a play. It's just running out of uh, what looked like, you know, yeah. saying being afraid of the rush. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Mike White represents something so different. You know, he doesn't have that same mobility, but he's not afraid to stand and stand in the pocket. Back in the day, mm-hmm. we were coming up in the 80s. The league was brutal. Quarterbacks actually stood yeah. in the pocket. And got hurt, and uh, seriously, Joe Thighs went the broken leg, and uh, what was it? Uh, Scott Mitchell getting knocked out cold by Wilbur Marsh. Do you mm-hmm. remember that hit? He's laying mm-hmm. on the turf. I remember and, uh, Steve, Steve it was Young a, getting a crushed. Different world. That's right. And and I think I Steve uh, Young just get obliterated. Yeah, that's Go right. Ahead. And I think Mike White is going to make it make it hard after this year to get rid of him because he's entrenched himself, mm-hmm. which is a good thing for us. 
Because let's let's be honest, we need to take that quarterback position off the table by the end of this mm-hmm. year. We got to do that. We can't go into 2023, and I feel very optimistic and very hopeful about this team going forward to do even greater things than this year. But that quarterback position has to be taken off the table. That's why I'm rooting intensely for Mike White. I'm not rooting against Zach, okay. but I'm rooting okay. intensely for Mike White. We need stability. We need maturity. We need toughness. We need grittiness. You know, mm-hmm. we need uh, more polish and seasoning, somebody who's, who, you know, conducts himself in a way that he's been there. He executes, even though the last couple of weeks we had some, some red zone issues. Hopefully these weeks ahead they can correct that. They're going to have to because we can't come out of these next couple of matchups against Detroit and against, um, who was it, Detroit and uh, Jacksonville. You know, yeah, we can't come we out of some of these matchups up. in the weeks ahead, you know, selling for field goals. We need to go on and finish drives. And what that comes down to sometimes is maybe a missed block here, an incomplete pass there, mm-hmm. a penalty here, a drop pass. You know, just the little things that leading lead to them kicking field goals and not being able to finish drives. Hopefully, LaFleur and the staff can figure it out. They're going to have mm-hmm. to, now, you know. You, you know you know what, what's, what's really – and, I mean, you watch this Bills game, and it just it's glaring. Uh-huh. The offensive line has been so just – and I, I know we got injuries, but this game, yeah, their, their yeah. lack of protection was an issue. And not just that, but our lack of push as well. Our running game has been very up and down. That's why Mike White's been throwing so much. You go back to that uh, yeah. to the Vikings game, I think he threw over 50 times. This game, he throws mm. 44 times in this game. Again, uh, Knight had 71 yards in this game, but our running game wasn't as much of a factor as we would love it to be. And so that goes to my next question for you is what are your thoughts yeah. about our running game? Why do you think it hasn't been successful? And also, what are your thoughts about the emergence of Bam Knight? I mean, he played, played put up some solid yards in this game, but we also saw Michael Carter kind of not have a great game himself. What are your thoughts about all that stuff? Uh, my compliments again to Joe Douglas. He, he really has an eye for talent. We really have a G, GM that knows how to evaluate and knows how to find talent. We're very fortunate he's our general manager, and I think it's going to yield bigger, bigger things going beyond this year. Now, overall, with the Jet O-line and running game, what it is is the, the after effect of so many injuries and people missing time, and you know how that is. It, it could affect your yeah. your chemistry. It could affect your continuity. You know, we were banking on you know, on paper having an offensive line with Beckton that's a five, five, six uh, top-rated uh tackle in the league and then Barry Tucker who's emerged who's just as right on par with Makai Beckton is one of the better offensive linemen out there now you lost these two guys and then George Fant was looking looking like a a solid stable piece for us going forward we were talking about his future contract and getting him extended and then Max Mitchell for a rookie really emerged and uh, really uh, surprised and you look at all that together Dwayne Brown, he in, he got injured. It wasn't a shoulder injury, and he could have had surgery. Mm-hmm. And he chose not to, and yep. he tried to play. So it's all of that together what has got us in this situation. I don't think it's that mm-hmm. we have a, a poor offensive line by default. I just think so many injuries have just decimated us to a point and stressed our depth to the point where, I mean, it's just a, unfortunately just a natural conclusion that the offensive line would struggle to some extent. You know, it's unrealistic mm-hmm. to expect them to be the line that we originally envisioned on paper. Now, what if, let's say, we had that offensive line intact, you know, maybe a little few bumps and bruises, but not any catastrophic injuries that we've suffered. We should have suffered two major catastrophic injuries, losing Beckton and Vera Tucker. 
that's pretty devastating. I don't know how many teams could recover from that, but somehow we yeah. did, and we put ourselves in playoff position. We're still in the hunt. Still yeah, in we it. are. After everything we we've gone are. through, you know? Yeah. And give me your thoughts about Garrett Wilson, too. We're seeing this guy. Again, he, he holds the, the Jets' rookie receiving record at this point, six, uh, 868 yeah. yards, four touchdowns. I mean, how? Yeah. what are your thoughts about the impact he's had on the season and also the fact that he doesn't get any calls? <laughs> I mean, you got Russ uh, talking to him crazy, too. What are your thoughts about that? I, I think uh, I thought about this tonight before I call call your, your, your program here. The Jets are going to need to put it out there, whether it's the players or coaches. If the officials are going to continue with this nonsense, we're going to take matters into our own hands. And what that means is if you hit our guys, we're going to hit your guys. If you hurt our guys, well, I promise you, we are going to hurt your guys. You think Buddy Ryan would let this nonsense with these officials go on? Nope. He put a bounty on you, and he would get you out of there. Rex, too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let that smile, them big teeth and that smile on Rex fool you now. Rex will put a bounty on your <laughs> behind, too. And get you out of there now. That's what I think is going to have to happen. I'm like Joe Meningo. I don't trust these officials. They're crooked. Mm. They are corrupt. And it's a shame. They are corrupt in the game. The game is a wonderful game. It's a brutal game, but it's a, it's a wonderful game. I love the game. Ever since I've been 12 years old, 1980, I've loved, mm-hmm. I fell in love with the game. And I fell in love with the Jets. You know, and it's just, it's a shame yeah. that they're tarnishing this game with this nonsense that they supposedly cleaned it up. But we know that's BS when it comes down to us. I remember, made me think about tonight, Sam Donald. I remember him, I don't know mm. if he was Denver, but he actually got picked up bodily. The league is supposed to cut that out. But you yes. can't pick a player up bodily yep. and slam them to the ground. He picked up Donald. Yeah. I don't know who did defend the world. Picked Donald up and slammed him on his shoulder and injured his yep. shoulder. You know yep. what I'm saying? This nonsense has been going on, the non-calls with us, for quite a long time. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm very mm-hmm. frustrated. I'm sick and tired of that with these officials. Their behinds need to be yeah. called out. I tell you what, if the league don't want to handle it, let's put pressure on Salah and the players to go handle it yourself. If they want to kick them out of there, kick them out of there. But you, we're not going to sit up there and let you hurt us. And these officials not making call. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It yeah. shouldn't happen. And Salah shouldn't let Let's it go. I, I love Salah. Sometimes I think he's a little cerebral, you know, a little mild man, because <laughs> that's just his nature. Like Dungey, you know, he don't yell. He won't go off, yes. but he needs to say something yeah. to them players. We're going to handle it. He needs to put it out there on, into the media. If the officials do not handle this nonsense, we will. And it's going to get pretty well, hard. I, so people are going to get hurt, and yeah, more than I, us. I don't, I don't I, well, listen, I hear that. I don't want them to do that because, again, we've seen the NFL smack people. They need to do for, it because the officials for, keep for get on our players and slam them on things. the ground and cut their legs out, and I our get players it. getting hurt. And the officials just standing around and not making calls. You got to have it. <laughs> you got to be a man. Yep. I, Screw the I officials now. If they you. kick them out there, let I them kick you. them out there. I will clap if they knock one of their people on their behind. Let them throw the flag, pick it up, and throw it in their faces. I'm sick of this. Ooh, sick he, of this nonsense. And coming. put it out there, too. I, we I got families to feed. They got families to feed. We got to take care of our families, too. If the officials ain't going to protect us, if they're going to be one side of these calls and not going to be fair to us, mm-hmm. we will handle it ourselves. And if we handle okay. it, well, give, somebody can get hurt. Give me okay. Give me your final score prediction. Jets, Lions. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game Jets. ends up? The Jets are going to win this game, thirty-one <laughs> six. Thirty-one. The Jets six. are going to win. I'll let you finish up quickly. Go ahead. 
Oh, yeah, they're going to win this game easily. I think over the last couple of weeks, you know, they've kind of been stunted, you know, settling for a lot of field goals, uh, red zone scoring issues. I think they're going to ba- bounce back in this contest with a vengeance. Detroit is not going to know what hit them. Even though, yes, they're an ascending team, they're like us, you know, they're rebuilding as well. This is not, this is not a good matchup for the Detroit Lions. We're going to handle okay. them fairly easily. I don't think the Jets are going to go out there taking it for granted. I think they know their mm-hmm. season's on the line. They, 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 they're going to try to run the table, and they're going to start with the Detroit Lions. They're going to beat them handily, 31-6. to six. Okay. I think okay. they're going to scratch out two field goals against us, and that is it. We're going to mm-hmm. shut them down. Okay. Listen, I got to slide off, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in next time. All right, buddy. I want to hear from you, all right? <laughs> all right. All right. Absolutely. Listen, he went off, okay? And I get it. I'm upset as well. He said, well, I'm going to take care of it myself. All right? He ready to go. You know what I'm talking Here about? Here we go. He got me fired up. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. Please be patient. we got to get quickly. We're getting towards the end of the show. I want to hear everybody's takes, though. All right? So you're going to get one, two questions, and we're going to have to move on. Because that's, you know, our show's packed. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, we're going to my guy, Jason. Jason, we're coming directly to you. Jason, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Jason, give me your thoughts about the play of Mike White against the Bills. How did you feel about it? What are your thoughts about the guts and grits that he shows? Well, you know, it's awesome to – you see the toughness of this man. Every QB has to have toughness in this league. You know, I heard the other caller, man. He's he's worried about Mike White. You know, I completely understand that. But we can't sit we can't sit him at the moment. We're in a playoff now. We can't. We have to win all these games. We can't sit players, and it sucks. But this is the time we have to win, and he gives us the best shot to win right now. And it it. You know, it I for his being hurt, dude. Um, it sucks, man, dude. I hope this offensive line can get better, but we have to go with him. He's the best chance for us to win. Yeah, I hear you. You're talking spitting absolute facts right there. Now, when you go over to the defensive side of the ball in this game, there was some some issues again. We saw penalties from Carter. We saw a big penalty from CJ. Please give me your thoughts about those, man. Why do you think the Jets tend to get these critical penalties at critical times? Well, you know, um, this game we were just undisciplined. You know, I know, I know, some people are going to say some there's, there was unfair, some unfair calls. I do agree with that, but there's some some of the calls that was totally on us. Mosley on mm-hmm. that fourth down one, you know, that was on us. If we didn't do that, they would not have that touchdown. So I do yeah. agree that some of the penalties. Is unfairly, but the ones that we can't control, we hurt ourselves. We were undisciplined. The turnovers, yeah. we did the most turnovers. To be honest, mm-hmm. we they, we we were not the better team that day. It sucks to say, mm-hmm. but that's how it, that's how it was. The first game yeah. we were the better team. This this game we weren't. So okay. hopefully we can see them in the playoffs okay. and win it. Yeah, listen, before I let you go, Jason, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Lions, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? So with this game, potentially, they don't have a good defense, but mm-hmm. um, their offense is um, – they're good at passing. I don't think the mm-hmm. 
they traded the tight end, so we don't have to worry about the tight end, I believe, that much. And that's what killed us yeah. last game. And then mm-hmm. the only receiver we have to worry about is among, say, Brown, uh, or okay. Amon Watt, whatever his name is. And I I yeah. think he's in the slot. So hopefully um, Marco the second can hopefully shut him down if we're able to do that. This is going to be a long day for the Lions, and hopefully we can win this. I see us, if everything goes well, 24 to probably 7 Jets. Okay. We're going to keep on moving again. Salute to Jason for calling in. We're going to get to these lines again quickly uh, with your takes because we're coming short of time and the lines are packed, but we're going to keep on moving. Next, we're going to my guy, Colin. Nico, BK, Max, we'll get to you in a second. Salute to you, Colin. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Colin, Garrett Wilson has been phenomenal this season. What are your thoughts about him, man? Hey, what's up, Joe? Good night. And Salute. What's up to the Savages? Um, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, we we knew when we drafted this guy, he was a star. So, you know, mm-hmm. not surprising what he's doing, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, we, we we have quite a few stars on the team, actually. So, and, and we just happened to find guys that weren't even drafted as well, right? Yeah. So, you know, Bam Knight, you know, he, he's a star right there, the way he's running. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. we, 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 we got the tools, right? We just got to be able to use them better, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, the last game, you know, obviously a lot of penalties, you know, turnovers, you're not going to beat good teams like that. And, you know, yeah. it so happens that we, 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 we were the ones with the penalties and the turnovers more so. And we, we lost a close game, which we could have won. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we put that one behind us and move forward because now it's what's ahead, not what's behind. So we, we need to really come out this week. And, um, yeah. you know, the, coach, the coaches, no, everyone has to do Yep. Yeah, the, yeah. I was like say, you yeah, said, the, as well, the coaches to... have to do a better job because, mm-hmm. you know, that that fourth down, that that play where, when, when we kick that field goal instead of going for that one yard, I think mm-hmm. that's just coaching. Where Robert Fowler will have to get better at decision making. Um, okay. You know that 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 when you're that close, you have to go for seven. You you, you know you either get the mm. first one or you or you get seven. You know, kicking okay. kicking a field goal and hoping that you're going to get the ball back with forty something seconds—that's that's not realistic. Um, if Buffalo yeah. had only got one first down, the game was over. Um, mm. So you know, the, you know, Robert Sal is you know, he will get better with coaching. The floor will get better with the offensive calling, um, mm-hmm. and the team will get better. But you know, we're in a playoff race right now, and these guys they they got to step up. They got to step it up as well. Um, no, listen, Colin, you, you're bringing the some, lines. Yeah, you're bringing some heat right now. So my final question before I let you go, give me your score prediction. <laughs> Jets, Lions, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Well, this, this, this is not going to be no cakewalk for either, either team, in my opinion, because both, both, both teams um, <clears throat> are capable of winning this game. So, you know, it, the one good thing we have, it's a home game. It's going to be cold. And we have to take advantage of all that and be able to stop this team. So I will go with 17-16 
Judge. 1760? Listen, Kyle, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in again. Please be patient. We'll get to everybody. The time is going short, so I need you to move forward on your, on your takes pretty quickly. So now we're going to go to my guy, Nico. Nico, we're coming to you. BK, Maxwell, other callers will get to you in a second. Nico, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, give me your thoughts quickly about Mike White and his performance against the Bills. How do you feel about it? Salutes, my brother. Salutes. Listen, this is the game that Salute. I wanted to see Mike. This is the game I wanted to see Mike White play. I wanted to see how he handled it. The the Minnesota game he did good. The the Bears game he did good. But this game here really showed me a lot. Not only did he just come out there with the guts and, you know, with the rib issue, he came back out, but he was making some dime throws. I mean, he missed a few, but he was making some dime. I mean, putting it where it belongs. Give this guy Mm -hmm. credit. He's doing Mm -hmm. stuff that nobody thought he could do or was going to be capable of making those throws. I give Mike White mm-hmm. 100% props for, for coming in that game and just not making the mistakes he did last year. Last year, he didn't yeah. have these weapons. This year, he got these weapons. So, come on, man. Look at the throw. I mean, go back and look at the game. Look at some of those throws. I mean, he was putting yeah. the ball right where it belonged. Now, yeah. could we have gotten that from Zach Wilson if he was in the game? I don't think so. I, I, don't, mm. I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. And, you know, the other thing mm-hmm. is, look, we're on the goal line. We're on the goal line, right? Remember back in the day they used to, used to see the tight end block and fall and they get up and turn around and go to the end zone and be wide open? Why are we doing any of these yeah. plays? Why are they putting the tight end to work on the end zone? What is with Mike yeah. LaFleur? What's, what's going on? I mean, it, is it his ego? And the other thing is, why do we have, why do we have, um, why, why isn't Elijah Moore in there running those plays? That why, why he's running, not in yep. there running those plays? What that Barrys, yeah, Barrys is running. Why he's not in there? I'm not understanding. Yeah. You got all of these tools at your disposal, but you're using the second-hand tool and not the the, the top tool. So I, yeah. that that baffled me. And, and the one more thing, I know I know you got other callers. One more thing Go ahead, is, quickly. what was wrong with Braxton, Braxton Barrios not catching the ball? The the uh, the Bills cat the Bills are. Um, Returner was catching the balls. What was wrong with Barrios? Why was he letting the yeah. ball drop and go back an extra 20 yards? Mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing. Now, my, my final question mind for you, Nicole, ain't the before word, I man. let you go. <laughs> before up, I let Joe? you go, my final question. Give me your score. Come on, Joe. Jets, Lions, quickly. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? 10, give me your score. 27-10 Jets. Come on, Joe. Oh, hey. come on, Joe. <laughs> Listen, Nico, I got to slide off. You have yourself a good one, all right? I got you, my brother. Take it easy. All right. Absolutely. We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639. Next, we're coming to BK. BK, we're coming directly to you, Max, other callers as well. well. Hold on. We're getting everybody. BK, salute. For those of you that do not know, BK. I want to thank you again for calling it. Turn me. I, I don't know if you got me on. I can hear myself, so turn that down or turn it off. 
Listen, yeah, Mike White. Yeah, I'm gotcha. Mike White played extremely well, man. Give me your thoughts, Mike White. Bills, how are you feeling about it? Uh, he played well, man. He was a stud. You know what I'm saying? He he was able to make some great throws, and, and again, those cold, frigid conditions. So, a lot of respect mm-hmm. to Mike White. Yeah, absolutely. Now, give me your thoughts about the play calling, man. Mike Lafleur, third and one, late in the game. We're trying to drive down. This dude's in shotgun. We're not running the ball. Then we actually kick a field goal on fourth and one instead of going for the score. Do you agree with that call? So I don't agree with the call. You know, the thing about the play calling sometimes is that they just don't get into their hands that you can run the ball many different ways. You don't have to run out on all these different angles and let the defense chase you. You have to attack them inside in the A and the B gap. Or if it's third and one, yeah. fourth and one, I don't, I don't know why guys don't just take the running back and let them say, hey, listen, jump over the top. Let these linebackers try to out-jump you. Jump over the top. Mm-hmm. You want to make it. If not, if not on third down or fourth down, you probably want to make it. It's, it's basic and fundamental. But Robin Solid, they got to do a better job of saying, listen, run the football. Third and one, short yardage, get the ball to our, our running back that's, that's, that's actually been productive in the game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, my final question for you, BK, Garrett Wilson, been phenomenal this season, has a record, Mm -hmm. a single-season rookie receiving record already for the New York Jets. It was standing for 26 years, I believe, owned by Keyshawn Johnson. Mm -hmm. But now Garrett has it with 868 yards quickly. Give me your thoughts about him and the impact he's had this season. What are your expectations of him going into this game against the Lions? He's going to have another beast game. The dude is is a special Mm -hmm. player, man. He, he, his game is he can, he can make all the catches all over the field. He can score anywhere on the field. He plays off the ground. He's an amazing player, and he's stronger than he looks. He plays. He, he's a mm-hmm. physical receiver, so he's a lot to look forward mm-hmm. to. I, I'll say down the stretch, he may score a touchdown every game. I, I don't see why he can't, why he, why he shouldn't score a touchdown every game. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So before I let yeah. you go, BK, final mm-hmm. score prediction: Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? We're going to win 24. They'll score, I'm going to say, 10 points. Okay. 24-10. So, 24-10 Jets? 24-10 Jets. That's what BK said. <laughs> Listen, BK, I got to slide off. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Yes, sir. Respect, man. All right. Salutes and respect. We're keeping into these lines. Max, I'm coming to you next. I'm coming directly to you, my friend. I think Max is going to be the last caller. I apologize to anyone else that I missed. Try to get to everybody. Salutes to my guy, Max. Good to see you in here, my friend. Listen, Jets, Bills, man, give me your thoughts about Mike White and what he's been able to do so far. Were you impressed with the guts that we saw from him against the Bills? I was very impressed by Mike White. I thought he played really good. He had two rib injuries, came back. He is such a tough, tough SOB. Zach Wilson would never do that. Most quarterbacks who – had that he had that serious rib injury, so they'd be out for like the entire game. Mike White was tough. Mm-hmm. He was in there. He was in there for like multiple snaps. He couldn't even breathe some snaps, and he played still very good even with that injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Listen, he played phenomenal, and again, he was getting crushed and taking his hits. Now, you look at this New York Jets situation. Give me your thoughts about Gary Wilson. He's just been unbelievable this season. Now holds the Jets' uh, single-season rookie receiving records. How do you feel about him, man? I think he's really good. And also another point is that Gary Wilson always uh, complains about the refs, which I do agree with. I feel like the, yeah. the refs clearly hate the Jets. That's why I feel like. 
and I'm actually going to the Lions game next week, and I think that the Jets will beat the Lions. I think it's going to be like a shootout, though, because, you know, I'm going with four mm-hmm. friends, one that's a Lions fan. I mean, as much as I want the Lions, I think they're a good team. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I get our defense is good, but the Lions are the second-rated offense. I think we're going to go into a shootout with the Lions. They, they like to go for on fourth down. They like to unconventional play calls. And also with the game, I noticed from the Bills game, and later games, is I feel like we should let go of Michael LaFleur. I think he's not that good of an offensive corner. He was only really mm-hmm. hired because he was uh, brothers of Matt LaFleur. I think maybe a, a new offensive <laughs> corner that actually runs creative play calls. So I feel Michael LaFleur runs the most predictable play calls of all time. He's like Adam Gates' level of play calling. He can't Whoa, use our weapons. Okay. Whoa, okay. Uh, look, I, I, I respect your take there. Look, I, I, I like Mike LaFleur. I, we've seen him be able to put some things together, but his game plan, particularly in the red zone, has been spotty this season. Before, before I let you go, Max, give me your final score prediction. Jets-Lions, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game I, ends up? I'll be at the game, so I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be a Jets 30 and the Lions like 27. So it's going to be like we'll probably win by three okay. points. All right. Thanks for calling in, Max. I got to let you go. You have yourself a good one. Again, we'll keep, you know, keep rolling. Salutes to everybody, man. We're getting short on time. I got to give you guys my prediction extremely quickly. It was a hot show filled with a lot of calls, a lot of takes flying, moving through everybody. You know, I want to hear from everybody. Listen, uh, this is going to be a tough game for the Jets. I'm hoping Quinn and William plays. Uh, if he can play, I don't want him out there if he's not healthy. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see going forward. I'm worried about this Jets offensive line, man. Whoa. I mean, the, the, the Lions don't have a great defense, but you've still got some pass rushers over there. they got Hutchinson. they got guys that can get after it. You keep getting Mike White hit like that, you're going to have big problems. Uh, Mike White is supposed to play in this upcoming game. They said he's healthy. Um, I like, you know, him going in there. I think he's going to be able to do some things. Garrett Wilson, I expect to go off. Elijah Moore, I expect to have a big game. And I think this is a game where our running game is going to turn around. I expect a rebound game from Mike, Michael Carter. You've got to have a better game, all right? This game this week was poop, okay? Bam Knight as well, I think, is going to get some work too. Uh, hopefully we'll see our tight ends be more involved in the offense. Defensively, I think Sauce and Reed is going to be able to shut down Chark and Brown as well. Um, man, oh, man, those guys have been phenomenal this season. I think our pass rush, even if Quinnen doesn't play, is just going to absolutely get after Goff and bang him around from Lawson to Jermaine Johnson, who had a big play uh, this week with the, with the block punt and all that stuff. So I think we're going to be all right. I'm taking the New York Jets to beat the Lions 27-10. to 27-10, I'm taking the Jets. <laughs> I know people have talked about him possibly scoring 30 points on us. You know, I, look, I respect that the Lions have a great offense, but I don't think they're going to put 30 up on us. Not this defense. You know, I just don't. But either way, I think even if they do, we're going to be able to chase those guys down with our weapons. If we can get guys blocking for Mike White, okay? <laughs> don't let this guy get crushed every damn play, all right? So, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and close out the show now. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. 
I'm also on Twitter as well, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe, all right, on Twitter, okay? Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You're going to troll me. No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. All right? He's hurt right now, but he'll be back next season, baby. No worries. Okay? And when he comes back, best believe he's going to dominate. That's what we do at SC Fight On. All right? You can also follow me as well, at YoungJ000 as well. That's my personal page. Feel free. All right. I'm also on YouTube as well. Go on over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right. Hit that sub button, sub up. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. All right. If you want to troll me on there, no issues. Go ahead, get in that comment section. Troll me, leave me a comment. We can go back and forth and I'll troll you. All right. We do live streams over there. We do it all. Come on over, join the live streams, get in. Get in that chat with the savages. Don't get crazy because they will. They'll take you out. <laughs> They'll take you out. Call them the savages. Why? They're savage. All right? They get after everybody. So come on over to YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jet. Subscribe. Troll me. Let's go back and forth. And there's always people, when you see me in person, because eventually you will, all right? It is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. I will thank everyone, all right? The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. No matter what anyone says, the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening, calling in, all the savages in the chat going back and forth as well. I want to thank everyone that interacts with my content any way that you do. All right, Without you folks, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to come on over, join your boy, and have a lot of fun. So you folks have a good one. Oh, before we get out of here, let me go ahead and end this poll here. Before we get out of here, we got to make this known. The Savages, with a ton of votes, have decided that, yes, the New York Jets will beat the Lions, so that's their prediction as well. Jets will get a win. So before we get out of here, I have to say that too. So I want to thank everyone again for listening. You folks have a good one. Peace. (laughs) 